Hello, and welcome to I Watch This As An Adult, the podcast where I watch movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week, I will be reviewing 1994's Above the Rim. Alright everybody, Above the Rim, 1994. Uh, First of all, let me make a correction i think at the end of my last episode i said i was going to be reviewing the net with sandra bullock that is actually scheduled for next week i had to look at my schedule again and i was like oh no i said the net i'm reviewing above the rim (laughs) so I'm reviewing Above the Rim this week and not The Net. The Net will be reviewed next week. I gotta watch The Net uh, this week wherever I can find it because this movie was... Because last time I checked, this movie was on Netflix, Above the Rim. I checked to see if Above the Rim was on Netflix because the last time, I think like a week ago, um, because uh, uh, usually I watch the movies... I want to say a day and a half or so because like I got usually like the weekend I watch the movie uh I do my I do my notes and then I'm 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 I'm, I'm telling you how the sausage is made people usually I, I I watch the movie then I do my notes you know all on the weekend you know like Saturday Sunday Sunday I watch the movie I do my notes then I record on Monday, Monday, because Monday's my day off. And so like it's not like it's like one of my only like day offs where I'm like, hey, I could do I could do this. So uh <laughs> so uh so I record on Mondays, but I checked this week and above the rim is not on Netflix anymore. I like I was like, I could have sworn that above the rim was on Netflix. So I had to I had to buy Above the Rim. <laughs> I had to buy it. Cause like I couldn't find it anywhere else. I was like, I went on Hulu. Couldn't find it on Hulu. Cause I got I got Netflix. I got Hulu. I got Disney Plus. I tried HBO Max. I'm not really feeling HBO Max. Maybe it was on HBO Max and I didn't check. You know, but like I only had like the seven day trial, so I was like, I was because I wasn't really fucking with, fucking with um, HBO Max like that, you know. So I was like, so I just had the seven day trial and I just let it, I just let it fucking go. But I, 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 I searched for it on, uh, on Netflix and Hulu. I know it ain't on Disney Plus, but uh, <laughs> they don't have shit like this on Disney Plus. But I, I mostly got that. I mostly got Disney Plus for my kid. So, like, for my kid and so I could watch Marvel shit. You know, like, that's mostly why I got uh, Disney Plus. But, um, yeah, I, I went everywhere searching for this goddamn movie. I was like, I looked on Netflix. I looked on Hulu, you know. Uh, But I think my wife was like, oh, they probably have it on YouTube. My wife was like that. My wife said that. And I searched for it on YouTube. I had to buy it, you know. So I, I bought Above the Rim 
just so I could review it. You know, <laughs> I spent three dollars on above the rim. Like pretty much, I rented it above the rim so I could review it. Yeah, because most of the movies I, I, I find them. Uh, because uh, even the Goofy movie, the Goofy movie is on Disney Plus. I could, I could just go on Disney Plus, watch the Goofy movie. Uh, Major Pain, I think, was on Hulu. I watched Major Pain on Hulu. Um, Mo Money was on Netflix. I found Mo Money on Netflix. Uh, like usually, like Netflix and Hulu has like a lot of movies. Like most of the movies that I that I review, they're on there. But I, I, I was like, oh shit, Above the Rim is on Netflix. I'm gonna review that. And so I checked, and like the, a week later, it's not there. <laughs> so. <laughs> That was pretty much so I had to buy it. That's the key, 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 key point of the story is I had to buy Above the Rim to fucking review it, pretty much. And I'm like, and uh, now I'm going to review the movie. So, uh, <laughs> first of all, I have to say this movie has the most unintentionally funny openings ever. And it's sad that it's unintentionally funny because it's a key point there's a key plot point in the movie it's why a certain character is the way he is but we got uh it's um my man i got his name down here too leon uh leon he was a leon is a i don't think a lot of i don't think a lot of white people know who leon is but (laughs) Uh, he played David Ruffin in The Temptations. He was in the uh, Five Heartbeats. Uh, what else was Leon in? Shit, I think he played Little Richard too. Uh, he played Little Richard. He does. He does a lot of. He's, he, I must have put it like this. Leon was the Chadwick Boseman of the late '80s and the early '90s. I wouldn't say early on, because he had a he had a career beyond. Uh, I want to say Leon was like hot up until about maybe 1999, 2000. You know, after 2000, he started to fall off. But yeah, uh, Leon is the Chadwick Boseman of the late 80s and the 90s. You know, like he he like you need a historical figure. <laughs> you need a historical figure to uh. To, to make a movie about Leon is your guy, you know, like he'll play him. But um, yeah, man. But Leon is the main character in this movie. He plays a guy named Tom Shepard. He's a he's a basketball player, and uh, like I think he was like a high he was a high school basketball player, and it was like at the beginning of the movie, it's him and his friend. They're playing basketball. His friend is named Nutso. I don't. Know. I was like, what type of name is that? <laughs> Call a dude Nutso. But, uh, but yeah, his friend Nutso, him and his friend Nutso playing basketball, and they start getting, like, competitive, and, like, so they start playing, like, little basketball games, you know, like, horse and all this other shit, and then, like, they started jumping. They tried to see who could jump the highest and reach the top of the goal, you know? So, like, it was like, and then I think they started betting on it. They was like, bet. I'm like, give me your money. I'm like, no, this is like, I, I bet, I bet I could get up there, right? And so Leon does it, you know, like he does it, he does it like a couple of times and nothing happens to him. And then uh, Nutso does it, 
and he breaks the board. He like he's just tapping it. He breaks the board and falls off and falls off the building and dies. And I I remember I remember and the first because I seen this. I used to watch this movie a lot when I was a kid. I used to watch Above the River a lot when I was a when I was a kid. And uh I remember laughing when I was a kid, too, at this. I was like, it just like, because I haven't seen Above the Rim in a long time at this point. I was like, this is like my first time watching Above the Rim in like a long time. But I used to watch it a lot when I was a kid. Uh, but, um, but, um, he, he, um, when, when I saw him about to go for the, uh, goal, when I saw him about to go for the goal, and he uh and he jumped up there he jumped up there on the goal i was like oh shit this is it's about to be the most intentionally funniest thing i've ever seen right here and like he just and this is the point this is the thing there is a glass there's a glass window in front there's a glass window in front of the basketball goal other thing there's a glass window in front of the basketball goal uh, once he falls off the window, that glass window goes away. I mean, once he falls out of the, once he falls off the building, the glass window goes away. And I was like, wasn't that glass window there? I'm like, shouldn't he go through the glass window and then fall? I'm like, that was, that was just some bad editing to me. Like, I was like, there's a glass window. It's like one of those uh, things where, like, it's like, hey, man, something not quite right. You know how they point out shit in movies is not quite right. That would be a not quite right, not quite, excuse me, a not quite right moment. You know, that's that's what that would be. But I was just like, dude, I was like, there's a glass window right there. And he didn't fall through the glass window. He just hurled himself off the goddamn building. Funniest shit ever. And that's your main plot point, people. That's your main plot point. But anyway, this movie has a great fucking cast, though. Like, this movie, like, is good. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that the movie's good, but uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. But the cast is great. I mean, like, you got Tupac Shakur, of course. You got Leon. You got the uh, Wayne Martin. You got Marlon Wayans. Uh, Bernie Mac. Wood Harris. Uh... Nobody talks about uh, how underrated Wood Harris is. Wood Harris is a great actor. Um, but, yeah, Bernie Mac's in this movie, I said. I already said that. You got a couple of other actors in here. Like, uh, the lady that plays... Uh, uh, the lady that plays... Uh, Dwayne Martin's mom. She's okay. You know, she's... she's eh, eh. Um... I think her name is. I had her name because I did research before. I also do research. Also, I did some research on her. I think her name is. I forgot her name. I think her name was like Tamika Mallory or something like that, or Tanya Mallory. It's either it's something with a T. It's either Tamika or Tanya Mallory. I might have to look. I think it, I'm going to say Tamika. I think her name is Tamika Mallory, and she plays uh, Dwayne Martin's mom. And like she's kind of she's kind of robotic, she's kind of stiff, not really feeling her. Uh, then you got uh, the white basketball coach uh, played by an actor named David Bailey. Uh, he's just like a uh, white savior. 
you know, pretty much. He was like, that's pretty much him. He's like white father figure. Like, you know how you see in all these sports movies. Like, the white coach is like, I'm the fa- I'm your father figure. He's like, I'm here to, to make sure you don't go down the wrong path. You know, you, you're throwing your life away. You're playing sloppy. I want to make sure you get on the right track and you go to college. You know, like, he's that dude. But, uh, <laughs> he's that dude. Uh, we get a cameo by streetball legend Pee Wee Kirkland. Like, he plays like a college scout. Uh, Dwayne Martin's character is uh, trying to go to Georgetown. He plays a Georgetown talent scout. Uh, which, like, I was like, at the time, I didn't know who Pee Wee Kirkland was. Now I know who Pee Wee Kirkland was. I was like, oh, that's that dude. Because you know? <laughs> I'm not going to pretend that like, all oh, this whole time. Like, oh, I know Pee Wee Kirkland. Like, Pee Wee Kirkland is more of like a New York, New York thing. You know, he's he's on that level. Like, I'm I'm from the South. I, I don't know shit about Pee Wee Kirkland. Uh, I, I just learned about Pee Wee Kirkland after the fact as I got old. I know he used to play street ball. And I know he used to run like a like a drug syndicate, I think, or some shit. And he went to jail for it and now he's out. And he was in fucking above the rim. But uh, there, was a, there was a nod to street ball. Because like, there's, there's a bunch of street ball in this movie, too. So... They had to get the street ball legend Pee Wee Kirkland in it. But um anyway, this plot of the movie, it follows like three main characters. Uh Tom, like I said, Tom Shepard played by Leon. Uh Kyle Watson played by Dwayne Martin. And Birdie played by Tupac Shakur. Uh Tupac Shakur is kind of like this. Uh Tupac Shakur's character is weird in this movie because he's kind of a drug dealer kind of a like a like a like a like a kingpin and then he's kind of like a bookie you know it's like i can't really it's like they didn't know it's like the script didn't know what they wanted tupac shakur's character to be because i was like is he a drug is he a hustler is he a is he a drug dealer is he a bookie is he a is he a party promoter? Cause there's a part like they go to a fucking party. Uh, Dwayne Martin's character and uh, Marlon Wayans's character go to a party, and and like he's got dudes. I think he's got dudes from like other colleges there, and like like white guy like like scouts from other colleges are there, and like they're talking. And I don't understand to this to this day. I don't understand Tupac's character. I'm not saying I don't understand his character because I don't know what he's supposed to be. I know he's supposed to be a bad guy because sometimes he's a bad guy and then sometimes he's not a bad guy. It's, it's weird, you know. He's yeah, I don't know, man. His, his character is just fucking weird. But like the the, the three characters are kind of like the like the like connective tissue to the story because they all intertwine. Birdie is actually Tom Shepard's little brother. Uh, cause Tom Shepard somehow went to jail for nutso falling off the building, I believe. And then he got out. He's a, he's a security guard now. And, uh, Birdie has like real like animosity for Tom because Tom went away to jail and, uh, and he like, he felt, he feels like Tom abandoned him pretty much. And and like their their brother story is kind of off too you know it's just 
Hey, brother, you weren't here for me. I, I used to look up to you. You abandoned me and all this shit. Now I'm a now I'm a drug dealer bookie guy. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I don't need you anymore. And all this shit. And like you, because they call Tom Shepard toy cop. And like you, you a toy cop. You know, like because that's his nickname in the movie. They call him toy cop. The kids call him around in the in the hood call him toy cop because he uh because he a security guard. And um. Anyway, yeah. That's that, but like these, like these, they, like they're supposed to be like these connected tissues, because uh, like I said, Birdie and Tom are brothers. Uh, Kyle gets mixed up with Birdie and uh, Tom, pretty much. Uh, Tom is low key trying to be Kyle's mentor, and then Birdie's trying to get Kyle into a life of crime. Kind, it's like he's trying to get him to a life of crime, but he wants him to go to college. It's weird. Like I said, Tupac's character is fucking weird in this. Like I said, Marlon Wayans is also in this movie as Boogaloo. Uh, he's kind of like the uh, the silly the silly drug dealer guy. I think he, from what I get, like he used to play basketball with uh, Kyle. Him and Kyle are best friends. But like he threw uh, Boogaloo went to prison and threw his basketball career away. Now like it's kind of like he low key trying to get it back, but he low key trying to stay in these streets, you know. I have to say, uh, this might be uh, Marlon Wayans' second best role, even though he's being Marlon. Like, he's being Marlon, but it's toned down, you know, because Requiem for a Dream is his best role, you know, like, if, if you want to, if, because, like, that's his most praised role, that's his best role, like, he's the best part of that movie. I'm not really a Requiem for a Dream guy. But he's good in it. Uh, like he's really, he's really good in it. He's a little bit more serious in it, you know. Uh, but yeah, I think, but I think uh, Boogaloo and Above the Rim <laughs> is his second best role. Like he, he, he brings it in here. Another person that surprised me that brings it in here is Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac is really fucking good. <laughs> in above the rim he is great in this movie as the uh as the homeless man flip he plays a homeless uh uh with the wikipedia saying he's like a homeless drug addict uh named flip and he used to i guess he used to play basketball with tom shepherd because when he see he sees tom and he's like oh shoot tom shepherd and he was like, "What's up, man?" And he was like, "Yo, man, we used to be great." He was like, "Don't like those. It's like don't let them think, don't let them say we ain't great. Don't let them say we ain't great. Remember what we did and all this shit, right? Like so, like just guessing like that. Flip used to play basketball with Tom, you know. So, but Bernie Mac is for for the little time he's in his movie, he is fucking he is fucking incredible <laughs> in his movie. He might be the best." might be the best part of the fucking movie for the little for the for as little time as he's in this movie he's the he's the best part of it uh fun fact uh Dwayne Dwayne Martin's character Kyle Watson is loosely based on Allen Iverson did not know that I don't see the resemblance but that's what they say they say it's loosely based on Allen Iverson that was that that's that's the fun fact of the episode um I hated Wood Harris in this movie. Like, Wood Harris in this movie is a fucking psychopath. 
know, he's a psycho in this movie. And I usually, I usually like Wood Harrison in in, in, in in things. I'm like, he's it's not the first time he's played like this kind of like thug guy, you know. But I don't think he's played a thug guy to this fucking extreme. <laughs> Like he's like pistol whipping people and trying to shoot people on the fucking uh, basketball court and shit. <laughs> and like, cause there's a basketball game that he's in. Cause like at the end, I'm, let's fast forward to the end. At the end, they play a basketball game. For somehow, for some reason, Tupac has a team. <laughs> I'm telling you, Tupac Shakur's, Tupac Shakur's character is so fucking weird. It's like, I'm like he has a basketball team led by Wood Harris. <laughs> Like, Wood Harris leads the basketball team. Wood Harris is, like, this fucking tough as nails, like, fucking ruthless psycho thug. And he's playing basketball. And, like, like they got a team, and they play against uh, Kyle's team. Like, they're in a tournament. And, like, throughout the whole tournament, Wood Harris is just punching people in the face and, and elbowing people and just tripping them and all this shit. I was like, and, like, referees, referees don't see this shit. I was like, that, that, that is, like, he is clearly committing technical fouls like a motherfucker, you know? <laughs> I was like, that is clearly a tech right there. But, um, they just let it go. But, damn, man, I fucking hate Wood Harris in this goddamn movie. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, like, he had a punchable face in this movie. I don't like to punch Wood Harris in his beady little face. But, uh, you know, because he got beady eyes, you know? Like, he got a little beady eyes, you know? I only wanted to punch him in his beady ass eyes, but um, like very, very, he's very hateable in this movie, very hateable. Um, another thing in this movie that was weird, I think Kyle and his mom have a weird relationship in this movie because um, Kyle's mom starts dating uh Tom Shepard, like her and Tom Shepard start getting acquainted with each other. Um, so, like, they, and they start dating, and Kyle gets jealous, and I think the, the, the whole, uh, key of the movie, the whole dynamic between Kyle and his mom, I forgot her name, god damn it, I forgot Kyle's name, Kyle's mom's name, <laughs> but, Kyle's mom, and, like, but, like, the, uh, the dynamic between Kyle and his mom is very, very, very fucking weird because they act like a fucking couple instead of a mom and a son you know it's like because even like i i i know i think i think from what i saw in the movie from what i remember i think it was like kyle is like mad at his mom because she won't spend any time with him but i'm like you're a fucking teenager you know why would you want to spend so much time with your mother you know, because, like, when I was a teenager, I didn't want to spend no time with my mom. I wanted to get a, I wanted to get as far away from my mom as possible. You know, <laughs> like, I was like, what teenager wants to spend time with their mother? Just seriously, I don't, I don't get it. But, because, like, I was like, their fucking relationship is weird. Because, like, Tom, like I said, Tom Shepard starts dating Kyle's mom and he gets jealous. Like, he gets violently jealous to the point where he wants to fight Tom Shepard. And I'm like, why? I'm like, are you? I'm like, are you fucking your mom? <laughs> you know, and like, it, they like they had a relationship. Like, there was there was some Oedipus shit. It was some Oedipus shit, like a motherfucker. And I was like, it's it was just weird as shit. This movie is also 
kind of uh, homoerotic and homophobic at the same time. Cause watching, I was watching the movie with my with my with my uh, wife, and there was some things in there, and she was like, "Wow, there's a lot of she's like there's a lot of gay shit going on in this movie." <laughs> I was like, "Wow." <laughs> Cause like I got nothing. I was like, like I got nothing against uh, homosexuals. Uh, my wife has nothing against homosexuals. It's like when you. Tr- it's just when you try to like act like you died a homosexual. Like be free, you know. Be fucking free, you know. Live your truth, you know. I don't care, you know. Like if you want to be gay, be gay. I don't care. I think I've said this on this show before. I was like, if you want to be gay, be gay. I don't give a shit. You know, but like you trying to hide it and like trying to act all hardcore and like especially when you try to act hardcore gangster and you're doing some homo and you're doing some like homoerotic shit is like it's very and then you're gonna be like, nah man, I ain't with that shit, man. Nah, fuck that, man. And it was just it's like you can't be homoerotic and homophobic at the same time. It's a fucking contradiction. Just saying. Uh like I said, like Tupac's in Tupac's not in this movie a whole lot. You know, like, like he's in this movie for a combined of, like, maybe 30 minutes, 45 minutes. You know, he's not in the movie a whole lot. The most, the movie mostly focuses on Kyle and most, most, mostly focuses on Tom Shepard. Uh, Tupac is just, like, kind of an obstacle that both these guys got to get through, you know, for the most part. Uh, but, like, Tupac's not in this movie a whole lot, uh... This was kind of like the year, this 1994, like, this was kind of like the year that Tupac's world started crumbling around him, you know, it, it, it's it's sad, you know, because this is also when I think he met, uh, what's my man name, god damn it, not Jimmy Henchman, uh, shit, and they knew Jimmy, he knew Jimmy Henchman, but, uh, god damn it, what's the other guy? shit, he's, like, he's very known in, like, New York, uh, and, like, he was, like, a criminal, like, a, uh, goddamn, I can't remember the nigga name, but I know he had a dude working for him named Jimmy Henchman, I believe, and I'm not gonna pretend I know a lot about this shit, but, uh, goddamn, I can't remember his name, it's, it's on the tip of my tongue, too, and I can't fucking remember it, but, yeah, he started hanging out with, 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 like, like, you know, shady people around this time, and then, he had the rape charge, and then he shot at the cops, and then, uh, that, I think that's when, he, and then he got shot, and then he got shot, you know, you know, and then that's when him and Biggie started beefing, and, you know, I think Biggie was on the set of Above the Rim, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure about that, but, I'm not sure about that shit, but yeah, man, but like, Tupac's world started crumbling around him at, around this time, you know, he started getting into all types of shit, you know, and then he, like, I think he went to, he went to prison, you know, right after that, and then he got out of prison, went to death row, and then he started hanging out with those, hanging out with gang members, and then he got murdered, you know, like, like, 94 to 95 was the decline of Tupac, and I kind of think it started with the, with Above the Rim, you know, like, this movie kind of contributed the Tupac's demise, cause uh, the soundtrack is done by uh, Death Row Records, you know. So uh, who knows? He's probably in contact with Suge at around this time too. Um, 
because he did a couple of songs on the on the um on the above the rim soundtrack. Uh, you know, like this is just a lot of he was just getting into a lot of shit around this time. You know, and a lot of people want to say like maybe Tupac would be like this great dignitarian, or he'd be the president of the United States of America, or uh, or he would be uh, a great just this great fucking actor winning like Academy Awards and shit like that, or maybe uh, Tupac would have thrown his life down the drain and became a blood member. You know, like you know, because he was getting like. You gotta understand, and a lot of a lot of people have accounts of this. They were just like, they were just like, this dude was getting really, really into this gangster, this gangster shit. He was really getting into this gangster lifestyle, you know. And like, he was hanging out with Suge. He was hanging out with Blood guys. He was like, uh, how he got murdered was pretty much just gang retaliation, <laughs> you know. Like, this was pretty much gang retaliation. He jumped, like him, and his, him and his boys jumped a crib. And the Crips were mad, and they shot his ass pretty much. That was gang. That was that was gang retaliation. That was no conspiracy or nothing behind it, you know. But it's just it's kind of sad because like he could have been he could have been something great if he had not been around these people, you know. Because he was very charismatic, great fucking actor, you know. But he was he he was into some dirty shit, man. He was into some dirty shit, and who knows man maybe he, he would have went down the spiral of that and he would have just gave up on acting and rapping in general you know and just became a fucking gang member you don't fucking know like we don't know what could have been you know we don't know but speaking of that soundtrack bro that soundtrack is fucking bananas man <laughs> that soundtrack got some bangers man regulate fucking regulate Regulate is on this goddamn album. That's one of my favorite songs of all time. Uh, like I said, Pop got a couple of songs on here. Uh, 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 there's another song on here I like. Uh, they actually played, uh, which I always think this woman is Mary J. Blige, but it's not. It's a chick named Sweet Sable. I think it's called the song's called uh, uh, Old Time Sake. I actually, I got a, I got an affinity for that song too. That song's kind of, that song's kind of fun. Uh, you got the dog pound on here, dog pound. They got a fucking banger on here. Uh, SWV, they did the. I got a, I got a great affinity for the SWV song that they did with Wu Tang Clan. That's one of my favorites too. Like I, I fucking, I fucking fuck with that song, <laughs> you know. But yeah, man, that soundtrack is bananas, man. Like, it, like fucking just off the chain, fucking soundtrack. They, they 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 stuck they they stuck they foot in the ass of this soundtrack big time but like that that was a lot of things that was a thing with black movies in the 90s though it was like it's like let's make a movie with the soundtrack gonna sound like though <laughs> like <laughs> that was the thing it was like but yeah yeah this is what the this is what the this is what the script's gonna be and uh this is the plot point and it was like nah 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 fuck all that fuck all that what the soundtrack like though you know, that was the thing. He was like, what's the soundtrack like? Who we gonna get for the soundtrack? It was like, for black movies, like, the soundtrack was, was like, essential. And the, the plot and the story of the movie was, um, was just secondary. It was secondary. Like, you, go back and watch a lot of, I watch a lot of black movies. 
movies, of course, because I'm black. And uh, but like I watched a lot of black movies. I'm like, dude, I was like, soundtrack fire, but the movie not all that good. <laughs> you know, so you know, like the movie not all that. You know, like the movies, yeah. You know, but um, like a movie I I, I reviewed a couple weeks ago, Mo Money. I, I think I talked about that on there too. I was like, the Mo Money soundtrack is fire, but the movie sucks. You know, so I was like. <laughs> Oh, like they got a fire ass soundtrack, but that movie is terrible. Uh, but yeah, but in the, in the, in like the performances are, are great in this movie, but the plot is like just paper thin. Like I said, it was probably they was probably in the in the writers' room. Uh, like, but uh, anything they was like, yeah, man, it's the plot. Like, dude, we gonna write a script. They're like, yo, but what that soundtrack look like though? What that soundtrack gonna be? But you know, but yeah, man, plot's paper thin, man. I half the time I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I don't, I don't even know. I think I was, cause I was watching this movie with my wife, and my wife even said she's like, "What is this all about?" She was like, she said, she's like, "What the fuck is, what the fuck is the point of this movie?" She was like, <laughs> but I was like, great performances. I'm like, like I said, Bernie Mac's great, Leon's great, Tupac's great, Marlon is great. Uh, Dwayne Martin is good, but uh, <laughs> Dwayne Martin ain't never been the greatest actor. Uh, like I said, Wood Harris made me fucking want to punch him in his fucking shit. Uh, you know, like, really, uh, like, uh, nothing against Wood Harris. I don't know, he might be a nice guy, I don't know, but, like, in this movie, I wanted to punch him in the shit. I wanted to punch him right in his fucking gap fucking tooth, but, uh, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but, yeah, man, like I said, great performances, but plot's not all that good. It's a it's a okay movie. Would I watch it again? Yes, just to watch it because I love the performances in it. But it's not the greatest movie of all time. Like I give it a three out of five. Join me next week when this time I promise I promise this time I review the net with Sandra Bullock. Hopefully I can find it somewhere. I'll I'll make it work. Peace everybody. <laughs>